Welcome to the At The Moment podcast, where we talk about what's going on at this moment with the black community here at OU. Hi, I'm Joy. Uh, I'm a journalism, news, and information major with a minor in sports management. I am from Birmingham, Alabama, and I am the president of the Black Student Communication Caucus. I'm Raymond. I'm a CMDI major, and I am the vice president of BSCC. I'm Adam. I'm a journalism, news, and information major, minoring in African American studies, and I am the social media chair slash public relations chair. Hi, I'm Odessa Robinson. I'm a senior studying communication studies with a minor in public relations and advertising and a certificate in diversity studies. And I'm the senior representative for the Black Student Communication Caucus. Hi, I'm Jaira. Um, I'm a CMDI in music production major and I'm the secretary for BSCC. Today, we will be discussing navigating a PWI as a black student. PWI stands for Predominantly White Institution. The term is used to describe institutions of higher learning in which whites account for 50% or greater of the student enrollment. Black students did not begin to enter PWIs in significant numbers until the 1960s. Here at Ohio University, John Newton Templeton, who was born a slave and freed in 1813, graduated from Ohio in 1828. This made him the first black man to graduate from Ohio and the fourth African-American to graduate from the U.S. College. Martha Jane Hunley Blackburn was the first black woman to graduate from Ohio in 1916. So what does OU look like now? For the 2021 enrollment year, 240 African-American identifying students were admitted and then enrolled into OU. A total of 3,664 students were admitted and then enrolled. In a space where we only make up a small percentage of the population, how do we navigate? All right, let's get into it. So, first we're going to start with our social life. Um, so, how did y'all, like, get connected? Or were y'all connected, like, y'all first semester on campus? Um, I, so, not really when I first got on campus. Um, when we had our, I think it, was it the involvement fair when all the orgs are there? Yeah. So when we had our involvement fair, I went to the BSU tent. And so, like, I met some people there. But I didn't really start getting active, really, until I joined BSCC. BSCC was the first org that, like, I joined and started. Like, I was going to meetings all the time. And then I would go to, like, I started going to other meetings. So... And then I started meeting more people, so, yeah. Oh, my initial start was with uh, the Lynx program uh, that they have for all the multicultural freshmen. Um, so I met my friends through that, and then from there, we kind of all had um, a similar mindset of trying to get involved on campus as far as things with black people. So from there, we kind of just joined as a group, but I definitely met my group through Lynx. I um, met my first group through my learning community. Um, we kind of just bonded as the black girls in the group. And then at first I had just been going to my dorm kind of chilling, but shout out Deja, she was like, you get up, we're going to go to BCBB. And then we just started going to meetings and then I started meeting more people and kind of meshed in. I'd kind of also say what Raymond said. Um, at first I definitely wasn't really involved in much. Um, Raymond was like one of the first people I met when I got here. So that was a whole thing. But um, once I started going to like more like 
uh, organization meetings like Black Student Union, stuff like that, that's when I felt like I started getting like more connected with everybody. So, um, I feel like I was just connected uh, from the get go. Um, I just I started with Ebony Minds, um, and I started. Um, I was actually the first freshman. Me and then Nia um, were the first freshmen that had ever been on Ebony Minds uh, eboard. Um, so like that was really cool, and that was just kind of like a gateway. Um, and then BSCC, um, I feel like that was like my networking um organization um my first year because um it allowed me to meet people that for the most part I feel like freshmen would not meet if I wasn't a part of BSCC so um yeah that was for me I was just gonna add on yeah I for- completely forgot that I joined an e-board I joined NAACP my freshman year and you brought up a really good point like joining the e-board really kind of Got you, like, not to say, like, on the inside, but it got you kind of more involved Mm -hmm. and required you to, like, be consistent with it. So, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, it's like a gateway almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, automatically. And Nia just pulled me on to BSCC last year. She was like, yeah, you're doing it. Like, somebody got to take over when I leave, so it's going to be you. Um, So that was really cool. Um, And then, uh, so, it's like a, I wouldn't say a stigma, but it's like a, it's a stigma um, that, like, in the black community, uh, you're either in the black community or you're not in the black community. Uh, and it's really easy, I would say, um, to kind of make that assumption about, um, like, coming in as a freshman. So how did y'all balance, like, being a part of the black community but also getting involved in stuff that was outside of the black community? Um, I think we have like a pretty white major for the mm-hmm. most part. So I think getting involved in that stuff um, opened up other opportunities that weren't necessarily about being black. Um, so I think just doing things like that and just trying to try new things that way, just mm-hmm. things around your major, things around things you're trying to do. Yeah, I want to say that most of the things that I were doing that I guess were quote unquote non-black were the things that were in my uh, major because I was looking at the numbers yesterday of like the number of people that are like admitted and for our class no I saw scripts was like really low <laughs> like we have like a really really low number it's like I think there were like seven of us admitted yeah. in the 2021 year oh. yeah it's like low low nah, it's really low and I yeah. think like three of us are on the e-board so. yeah so <laughs> it's not it's yeah, literally me, Adam, Layla, and then what, I guess five other people. Yep. And they're not even in, I know like two of them don't even go here anymore. So love that yeah. for us. Um, so, uh, yeah. So how about uh, partying? Because let's be honest, um, some of the parties here are not for us. Yeah, they're really not. Uh, they're really not. Some of the um, parties, <laughs> most of the parties <laughs> here are not for us. So, um, what were, how did y'all like find where to hang out at? Because I know for me, since I was a part of Ebony Minds, you know, I kind of had that guidance. But like, a lot of people don't have that guidance, and then they go and they're like, oh, this is not my crowd. So, how did y'all like? How did y'all find y'all, like, niche? How did y'all find, like, where to go? Okay. I'd say... Oh, no, go ahead. All right. I'd say at first, like, when I first got here and everything like that, 
I would like definitely like just check him out because like you know the reputation here like oh it's a party school blah blah blah, but like like being there actually it was like it's it, not. it was weird. that I'm reputation like, needs to be gone yeah, like, like i don't know how y'all got down back then but it's, it's not that anymore yeah it really it's wasn't like him that. like that for real so like i feel like yeah like what i was talking about earlier like like being in different orgs like going to that that's how i started figuring out about like you know you know like the parties you know like party stuff like that um yeah it was just a better environment in general so yeah it's it's definitely hard to like you would think that like you see that as a freshman you like oh man this party look like it's gonna go like from the flyer and then you get there <laughs> and, it's, and you stand in there and you listening to the music and it's just like man what what is this why am i here like, like how many taylor swift songs do i have to hear tonight exactly like me and Jaira, i well for me personally because Jaira was there the only good like party that I've been to that's like not a black party was a pit bull party. <laughs> Wait, pit bull? Like, yeah, like like Mr. literally, yes, like. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> like okay. it was a bunch of people dressed up as pit bull and like they loved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> they loved just like give it a rest. But like. It was it was cool though. Like the music was good. Like everybody, like it was just all good vibes around. And then started going to more and checking them out. I was just like, nothing can top this pit bull party. Like, <laughs> that, like there's like I don't think I'm gonna ever find like a white party that will top this pit bull party. Man. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, cause not a pit bull party. Bro, it's like it yo, was, no it, it was good. He's like, this is Jar- it. Bro, it was it was, it was it. yeah. <laughs> It was there was pe- there was people dressed up as pit like caps on. I think yeah, like yeah. there was one dude I see him all the time. He got his hair shaved. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Mr. Worldwide. I have a confession. <clears throat> I'm a senior and I have never been to a non-black party. Why? I didn't. I was just like, mm, I'm not gonna go. That's. No, I just never did. And it just kept. Well, also to be fair, you know, COVID happened, so might have been like something in there that could have happened, but I just haven't haven't been. But the pitbull party, I actually kind of would have been weak because everybody bald. <laughs> no, no, that does sound fun. That does sound fun. Oh my god! It was a good party. It was a good party. Adam, what about you? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I think my friend group we made some mistakes, like <laughs> just going to the wrong stuff and then getting there and realizing, like, yeah, this is not. Like you said, it wasn't looking like the flyer. <laughs> uh, the flyer was promising a lot more than this. But, I mean, that's just kind of what you do. You live and you learn. And as you meet people through other stuff, you kind of start hanging out with them, seeing what they're doing. Um, you kind of learn where everybody else is if there's not a party, but what everybody else is doing at the time. So, Okay. So we talked about, you know, going to the parties. Well, parties, we figured out they went for us. So what about when you do get to the party? What should you not do? Like, what's Wear like? Wear a hoodie if it's not winter. That's true. If it's not like That's winter true. at all, like <laughs> even if it's fall and you think you can get away with it, don't do it. Yeah. Why? Because you're gonna just be just drenched in sweat. Oh, I thought you meant yeah, there was about the stereotype you were trying to. Oh work. no no <laughs> no 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 no! Hoodie is a bad oh, move. Oh my god! Okay. So weather thing. I never thought about that, but I feel like that's always just been like a rule thrown out. It's 
No, people are trying to like put on fits once it gets to like October, November, and it's still not. It's not a, no. a yeah. good situation. The most I'll put on is a flannel. Oh, no. And yeah, even that's going to end up coming off. A little something you can wrap around the waist. Wrap around the waist. Around the waist. I don't yeah. care how cold it is outside. I'm not, no. It's going to be hot. Um, I'll be putting on my hoodie. I'm not going on. I, I know you be hot. That's why you be sweating so much. That is not. <laughs> that is not why I be sweating so much. But go off, I guess. <laughs> I think um, even, like, especially, like, within the black community, I think word gets around, like, really easily. Um, so... Like when you when it comes to parties and stuff, you might think people don't see you, but they see everything, and you you might not think that the stuff that happened during the weekend gonna carry over into the weekday, but it do. So like when it comes to like going to these parties and doing certain stuff, acting a certain way, that's gonna be with you for like the rest of the time that you here. It's a I mean it's a bad thing because you know people learn from their mistakes, but like. The black community is so small. If you do something, everybody's going to know about it within two days. And that's just facts. And that's why it's so important to have a good friend group, a core friend group that you go with. It doesn't have to be like, you know, ten people. Just make sure you got like three or four friends or even two friends you can show up with that are going to stay with you. Yeah, and also, but also like having friends that's going to hold you accountable. That's Mm -hmm. not going to let you just walk around doing anything. Right. Because like... Everybody not your friend also. You're mm-hmm. going to learn that, like, real fast. Like, you got people that, like, you could go party with, but just because you go party with them do not mean that y'all is friends. Right. Especially at, like, certain houses and stuff like that. And there's certain people there that be doing certain things. You It's real, like, easy to get caught up in that stuff. And if you do, you're going to end up messing your reputation up for the whole and that's, that's one more thing I'm going to add. You can only do so much. You can't make people do stuff. If, if You can only help so much. Give advice. Make sure they're safe. But I can't physically make you not do certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, like, that's that's your business at some point. I Like, it's up to you and God now. Like, I'm doing my best here. So, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just, just, just hold it down where you can hold it down. And also, like, defend in public. Like, don't let your friend get jumped or anything. And then correct in private. Like, you know you were wrong. You need to apologize to so-and-so. And then... Make sure, like you said, Joy, like hold them accountable. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't stress yourself out. People are, they're grown still. Don't let anybody get hurt. But like, you know, it's yeah. okay to just throw your hands up in the air. Yeah. Do y'all follow like the, like, jungle juice? Like, do y'all, the whole jungle juice thing, like certain houses, they known for like spiking drinks, AKA the blue house. Um, do y'all like, are y'all okay with drinking jungle juice? Or do y'all like, I'm just going to bring my own drink, that's it. Like, I'm not, if I don't see it being poured, mixed together or whatever, I don't want it. Yeah, we don't, I actually don't do that. So, because of, you know, my age restriction, I don't partake yeah. in those activities. So, that's why we were going to, like, kind of leave this one up to you. It's, yeah. yeah, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, why we, yeah. Yeah, children. But um, <laughs> I, I partake because I am of age. I am <laughs> I am I am of the legal drinking age. For the for those of you listening, I am twenty years old. My ID number is you like um, no, please. but I do I do drink um the jungle juice if I'm in a black space. Uh-huh. So it has I, to be in a black space though. Yes. And I'm not saying that that means it's completely safe, but I'm saying, you know, I'm a senior, I've been here a few years. I mean, just started drinking recently because I am of the drinking age now. But 
I feel comfortable doing so if I'm in a black space. But like I said, before then, no, I, I didn't drink. But now I do. So I'm totally fine with it. Just kind of weigh your options, kind of be paying attention to where you're at in the room. But, yeah, so, of drinking age. Sorry. So would you, if if you weren't in a black space, mm-hmm. would you do that? Would you I would drink? not. No? I would not. And I'm not pointing any fingers. I'm not accusing any, like, white like parties of anything. I just don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. Specifically because... I'm saying in the setting that I'm going to a white party, I'm probably only there with like three or four of my black friends. So if we as a collective agree, like, let's just do a little pregame and then let it be what it is. There's not really a need. I don't know that many people, but when I'm at a black party, I know majority of the room. Mm. So I feel safer. Um, it's just a it's just a population thing. Like, I only know three familiar faces in here. I'm not, I'm not why am I drinking? Yeah, I'm, no. But yeah, children. <laughs> Got children. Um, I will say, let's be honest. Ohio's a drinking town. We know the stuff that goes on and stuff here. We don't partake in it, but um, I will say, um, if you do decide to drink the jungle juice or whatever, um, like Odessa said, always make sure that you're around people that you trust. Um, Have that core group of friends um, that is with you. But also, if you put your cup down, don't pick it back up. No matter where you're at. It don't matter what party, black, white, Hispanic, Latino, whatever Whatever it, it is. It's like it's also just not sanitary. Why are it's you putting your drink down and there's sweat flinging around? Why are you, <laughs> why, now, you drinking, now you're drinking body fluid because you didn't want to hold the cup. Like, is it that serious? But, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff that can, you know, go wrong if you put your cup down and then uh, pick it back up. And so I think that's just something that you everybody should be precautious of. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um... Let's switch sides a little bit. Let's go into academics. Um, so, uh, me, Adam, Odessa are all in Scripps College of Communications. I am too. Oh, I forgot. Jaira switched. Yeah. Jaira is <coughs> also a part of Scripps College of Communication. Um, our little Ray Bay over here, though, he um, he is a part of the College of or Fine Arts. Are you Fine Arts? Yeah, like College of Music. Yeah, then, College yeah. of Music, college, yeah. whatever it is, somewhere yeah. in there. But um, so can we talk about professors for a second? Um, and how was it like for y'all connecting with your professors like your first year? Like was that something that was difficult for you? Was it something that came easy to you? And like what strategies did you use to connect with your professors? I I would personally say it really depends because like um like my my like um I'm also in the school of music um and my percussion teacher like I feel like I've connected with him pretty well just because like you know he helps me out with stuff I need to do uh checks my schedule stuff like that um so I really feel like it depends on how close um you guys are and if it's like a if it's like a gen ed class then I feel like it would be a different situation. I feel like with gen ed classes, is definitely different for me, like, you know, communicating with them and everything like that. But, yeah, if if it's, like, in the major and, like, you have to be working with them a lot, I feel like it's way easier to connect. 
I was just going to add to that. It is definitely easier to connect. And this part's kind of just like, uh, but because you're a minority in most of your classrooms, you are an easy face to remember, which can be a good thing in the sense of how um, they're willing to meet with you more. They remember your face. They know that you interact in class. But if you miss a few days, they're going to be like, I know that we, I know you weren't there at all. Yeah. So it kind of just depends. But in my personal case, um, they're really empathetic about stuff that was going on, and they were willing to work with me. Um, there were some professors that try to prove a point by being like mean to everybody. So like you just can't you can't get that wall down. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's not all or majority of your professors like that, I would like I'm always okay. But there's always that one. Yeah, I think I have problems like I feel like I have problems with professors the most that like they like, oh, I got my tenure. So like you can't like anything that you say to the university or anything like that, it's not going to affect me because I got my tenure. So that trump everything. I feel like I didn't got, I, not a lot of instances, but I definitely had a professor last year that was like that. And I was like, mm, let's not. Right. Because that's not okay. Right. So, no, I definitely agree with, like, the whole proving a point and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool and all, but. Yeah, like, we get it. You've been here 50 years and you know the game and you can't be fooled and da da da, but can you be nice? Yeah. <laughs> can you be nice? Can you act like I'm a human and not a dog? Yeah, like, can you, like, we're here at 9 a.m. Why are you, like, not yelling at people for being two, three minutes late? Why are you making an example out of me? This is not high school. That's another thing. Keep in mind that you are in college. You can report people. If your professor is giving you a really hard time or if they're talking about something that's kind of microaggressive or racist or they have, like, a demeanor that makes you uncomfortable, report them. And, baby, do them evaluations at the mm-hmm. end of the semester. Yep. They they don't even take that long for real, for real, mm-hmm. honestly and truly. But, like, if you had a problem with a professor, first of all, if it's, like, something that's, like, serious, like you said, like, microaggression, stuff like that, talk – Talk to your assistant dean, whoever that you need to talk to, whoever their boss is, talk to them. Um, If they don't do nothing, talk to that person boss. And keep going until somebody do something about it because some stuff just unacceptable. But, like, them evaluations at the end of the year, oh, baby, you you act like you had a problem with me, but I wasn't doing nothing. Please believe that it's going to be in there. Mm -hmm. Please believe that it's going to be on your file. And it'll come up in the future. On the file. Yes, in the file. In the file. (laughs) Y'all got my files? Okay, I got yours, too. Right. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, me personally, for I think last last spring semester was the only semester. Well, i only been here three semesters. <laughs> <laughs> you said but, it all my years. <laughs> <laughs> but spring semester was the semester where, like, I probably had the most problems, and it was with, it might have been with, like, two professors and so like that's the one thing that like right now I will say like the good thing about the school of music is that like they have a lot of good professors like my music theory professor like she's just she's so sweet she's willing to help me out all the time like if I don't understand something she takes time out of her day and I really appreciate that because I'll be sitting there in class and I'll be like huh? Like, what is this? What are we learning? So I think it, yeah, I I really appreciate, that's one thing, like, I really do appreciate about the School of Music is that, like, I get, like, you know, I've had really good teachers so far, so. 
Yeah, um, I think it's kind of the same in scripts also. Um, speaking for myself, I can't speak for Odessa and Adam, but I agree. Um, I've only had like a run-in with one professor. Um, and I also worked with, um, well, advisors over the summer for orientation, but most of them do double also as professors. Um, so they do teach a couple of classes within scripts. Um, so um, I will say I think... Scripps has an amazing um, professor class. No, staff. There we go. Professor. They just have an amazing staff. There we go. Um, and um, I think also uh, if, like, you make that impression with those professors, um, it's easy to get networked in with Scripps because y'all know, like, Scripps is, like, a big deal. Like, if you in Scripps, especially the journalism program, like, that's like top tier. Like that's like they're like one of like the highest ranked uh, journalism schools in the nation. So just knowing those professors and stuff like that, um, especially like the assistant dean um, Greg Moeller, um, the dean uh, Dean Scott Titsworth, love him, um, and Greg. I love Greg also. Um, I got to work with Greg over the summer and that was really cool. But um, they have like really like amazing networks. Honestly, like. If you looked on their LinkedIn, you'd be like, dang, you know them. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, first connection, not even second or third, first. So, yeah, I think it's also uh, um, professors are going to make an impression on you. So, like, you're going to, like, walk into a class, and you're probably going to make, like, a first assumption about a professor. But also know that professors are doing that to you as well. So, um which it necessarily might not be true because, um, let's be honest, everybody has some type of bias in them. And it goes both ways with the student and the professor. Mm-hmm. Um, but first impressions are everything. Um, so, like, especially, like, during, like, the first week of school or even, like, during just, like, this, like, first, these first couple of weeks and stuff, like, before midterms come up and all that stuff, just, like, making sure, like, that your professor, like, knows, like, hey, my name is Joy. Um, I'm a journalism student. Just wanted to introduce myself. Um and let you know that I'm, like, really happy to be in your class. So um, just making putting yourself out there so that in the future, you just going up to them, saying your name, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember them. And they might get you link, um, linked up with somebody that you probably would have never thought you was linked up for simply because you want to introduce yourself. So it will be simple stuff like that that can really – um, just, like, help you, like, advance, like, even, like, your professional career. So, like, definitely suggest that. Um, so, your advisors, how were y'all advisors? Were y'all advisors, like, helpful, or did you feel like you was advising yourself? Go ahead, Adam. This is for, like, the journalism school, uh-huh. right? Uh, I felt like there was a little bit of work that could have been done as far as my um, advising experience went both times. The second time, though, like you said, I had advised myself, so I kind of knew what I was doing. But the first time, I ended up taking 21 credits, second semester. And then I caught uh, COVID, so, like, I missed the first, like, syllabus week, like, the week after syllabus week, like, the Uh first week of information, I was so behind. It just created this whole big mess. But basically, when I went back, they were like, oh, there's no reason you should have been taking all these credits. And it wasn't the person that I had met with. So then the second time, she tried to schedule me for more credits again, and I was like, hold on, let's stop right here. <laughs> so I think you do have to look out for yourself, but there are also some 
great people who can help you with your advising at the same time? Yeah, um, I think I kind of had like a similar experience. So actually, so going into spring semester, I was sick. So they did like our advising in our learning communities um, yeah. going into the second semester. I was sick. Um, during the advising, so I text my advisor, I let her know. She was like, hey, we can set up a time, this, that, and the third. Um, never set up the time. She was, uh, she emailed me back, like, two days later and was like, so, um, she was like, just make your schedule, send me a screenshot of it, and then we'll, um, we'll take care of it from there. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Um, but I will say, um, I have an amazing success advisor, um, and she's really helped me because even my second go-around with scheduling, Fall semester um, for this semester um, was bad because I needed, like, one extra course. Um, I had basically, like, advised myself again. I kind of, like, knew, like, what classes I needed to take, what classes I wanted to take. So I kind of went in, like, knowing what I needed and stuff like that. But I just needed one more course um, because I was sitting at, I was sitting at, like, 14 credit hours and I needed 15 for uh, my scholarship or whatever. And so I was, like, asking, like, hey, do you have any suggestions and stuff like that? He was, like, he just ended the meeting. He was, like, okay, so we're just going to, you know, end it right here. Um, he was, like, um, let me know. He was, like, uh, let me know, you know, if you have, like, any questions and stuff like that. And I was telling, like, I gave him, like, I was, like, okay, so these are the three options that I'm looking at. Do you have any recommendations? He was, like, yeah, those are some really good options. Let me know which one you pick. Thanks. <laughs> Let me know. Tell me. Thanks. So literally, I just scheduled a meeting with my success advisor, and like we sat down and like weighed like the pros and cons of each one. Um, so I haven't had the best time with advisors, um, but I will say, when um, when you have a good one, I think uh, it helps a lot. Which I that's why I'm like really thankful for my success advisor. No, I, I just wanted to add in on my story. I got left on red this summer. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, it, it was this summer. There was, like, a whole a bunch of stuff going on with the African-American Studies program, and they didn't know if I'd be able to minor in it. Like, I had been hearing that. So I uh, texted her or whatever, and I was like, yeah, can we meet just to discuss my schedule? Because I still wasn't in that journalism <laughs> class either. I was like, yeah, I just want to sort some things out before we go back. And, like, that was, like, maybe, like, August. Or, no, 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 it was, like, July, like, late July. And I came back, like, two weeks later after I realized, and it was, like, yeah, scene. <laughs> wow. Like, no response, yeah. no nothing. It was, like, scene. Wow. And then I had to send them a note back. And then they were, like, yeah, you can set up a meeting with me, like, through this. Oh, that's real, bro. Blah, blah, blah. I would have I been all caps. Like, why didn't you respond to my text, dude? <laughs> nah, I, I just so went rude. to somebody else at that point. At that point, yeah. no. Uh, well, shout out to um, Tania and Dr. Parsons because they have like really, oh my goodness. When I first got here, I, okay, so I scheduled my classes for the fall semester. That was cool. And then I scheduled my classes. I had to schedule my classes for the spring semester last year. <clears throat> and I took like, I think I didn't, I had to. I don't know. It was just, like, classes I really didn't want to take. And, like, I was asking her questions, this this lady who wasn't even my advisor, questions. And she was, like, she wouldn't give me, like, the simple answer. Like, her answer would just be so complex. And so I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to take this class, I guess. And, like, it was a class I needed to take, but, like, she could have explained it, like, so simply, so simply um, but our advisor, um, Dr. Parsons, he's like, 
he be like he be on it like he be like yeah sometimes he don't respond but like he be busy so i i be letting it slide sometimes but <laughs> but he he'll be like yeah um y'all have to get into this class because they fill up quick and then like he'll be the one that's like yeah you got to take this this and this for your major and and then Tania they'll they'll be like talking and then you go to Tania and she'll be like yeah so Dr. Parsons really wants you to take this so it's not like it's two people telling you to take the two like the same classes it's not one person saying one thing and then another person saying another thing so I appreciate them both and then Tania she be emailing me and I'll be feeling so bad because I'll be so busy and I don't be responding. But, yeah, no, shout out to them, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we got we have, like, the same advisors for real. Um, so I pretty much had, like, a similar good experience just, like, knowing what to take. And they were also telling me, like, um, yeah, you need to, you know, take these classes. I mean, you need to register for these classes, like, as soon as they open because they, yeah, they fill up. And, um when uh, last year, when I was um, adding music production to my like um, as another major, I met with Greg and he was really helpful as well. Um, he just cho- like showed me like um, like the classes I needed to take in this building because I didn't know anything in here, um, and that was just really helpful. So I feel like I've had a pretty good experience so far with advisors personally. Shout out to Greg Moeller, man, assistant dean of Scripps College of Communications, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to, I've been pretty quiet because I was like, oh, my advisor kind of set me up straight. Like, she, <laughs> we've been cool since freshman year. Like, we've had it together. But Must part of that nice. is because I'm never relaxed ever. So I had my whole rundown. I listed like 50 classes. She was like, oh, so there's a lot of options here. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I just am never relaxed ever. But I have heard horror stories of people, like, finding out, like, their first semester of senior year that they need, like, another semester because they haven't mm-hmm. been set up properly or, like, yeah. you know, they end up having to be a fifth year, not because of failing classes or anything, because they, like, their advisor misguided them. So yeah. it gets it gets real. Yeah. Because, you know, the tuition changes after four years. Exactly. So it's not cheap. Not cheap. I'd be knocking. Yo, <laughs> you, you, you assigned me the wrong classes. So you're paying my tuition. Exactly. So you're paying my tuition. I don't care how much you get paid. Yeah, I'm like. You better put budget aside. Better budget. <laughs> right. Hello. There's budget three payments. Aside. You can do three payments. Some, Go ahead. Somebody, <laughs> somebody going to be paying it, but it ain't going to be me. Right. You got to September 21st right. to run me my tuition. <laughs> like, here's a payment one. Here's payment three. And I better get the emails received. Exactly. So speaking of payments, um, when we talk about finances, um, let's be honest, y'all. Everybody in college be broke. That's true. It be bad. It'd be bad. So, like, let's talk about our dining halls. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, Nelson and the uh, board. Don't say that name, bro. Wait, I'm sorry. What is the district on? Ain't it the district on West Green now? Mm. Yeah, that's what it's called, the district on West Green. I'm sorry. And then Nelson and the dining hall. Um, It's not called uh, Boyd? No, it's Boy Market. It so is, the market is Boy. But, the, no, or the, but the dining hall is called the District on West Green. We be like, boy. oh, you can we have better dorms? They're like, no, we're gonna rename the market though <laughs> to something stupid and insignificant. We like, gonna put some. On. We gonna put some posters on some walls. It's right, we're gonna choose off. the Boy Market sign, but mm, no AC for you. We ain't <laughs> had them for less than six months, and they already peeling off. But we're not gonna talk about that. That's crazy. And how much they spent on them? Elmer's glue. Mm. No, but really, I could have did a better job. <laughs> 
They got them stickers. They got them stickers from the dollar store. Right. Like, they give me a letter and complain. Mm. Right. Y'all got paid for this? Oh yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Put me on the list. Double sided tape. Yeah. <laughs> I think my double sided tape on my door is stronger than that. I don't know. Ripping the paint off. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so back to the dining halls. Um, do y'all eat at the dining halls? How much do y'all eat at the dining halls? I would personally say, like, I have I have um the flex meal plan right now, and like I feel like that should just the flex like the places you can use your flex at that should just be open for everybody. Like you should be able to use your swipes. Yeah. Like West Eighty Two, uh, Latitude, uh, the Brick City Deli, because it's like. Just way higher quality food, but like you have like a limit, like with the flex points or whatever. So I feel like that should all just be the same thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I had traditional, I had traditional twenty, um, my first year. I switched to flex this year because I wasn't about to no, because I wasn't using it. I know my my second semester, I used my meal plan once. <laughs> once? once. I went to the dining Whoa. hall once. Which one? Boyd. Yeah, okay. And that I was because I had a meeting. I had a meeting in Baker, and Boyd is closer. Did what you did you market? eat the whole time? Yeah, what did I eat? Yeah. I went to the store. <laughs> Y'all, I was at the store. Oh, you were just. Cooking. Were you using your swipes, or were you like actually at the No, I was like at Walmart, at oh, Kroger. Nah, yeah, that's too and much. I understand that because a pack of gum at Boyd Market be like $6. Yeah, the markets are OD high. Like, oh, come yeah. on. No, like, oh. like they're OD high. Like, we saw oh some Oreos that was six twenty four, bro. Like, no, it was like, it was like seven. It was like seven. Yes. Ooh, I bought some God, cereal the other day from the market. I had my, I got my swipes now, so it's like you know whatever. Yeah, it was like seven dollars though. I was like seven fifty, and it wasn't even a family size. It was like the the little box. Yeah, nothing in the markets is like regular size. It'd be like a half pint of milk for for eighty dollars. Like, come on. <laughs> I gotta. I got a protein <laughs> bar for two dollars. <laughs> One was, single protein I think, bar. I think it's to encourage y'all to go to that, <laughs> that cafeteria, bro. Because they're like, yeah. if you want to be bad, you want to be grown so bad and get your little noodles, then pay eighty dollars for them. No, right? But it's it's like I get the flex so that I can go buy groceries because I know I'm not going to use it in the dining halls. But then you doubling up on prices, so it's like now I'm not even using my 14 gonna be gone with five things in my basket. Like, yeah, that's that's true, that's true. I remember when I was an RA sophomore year, I was like, oh, surely they'll let me be exempt because I can. <laughs> I have like I'm a, I had my I'm not out of res life now. I had a cooktop, I had an air fryer, I had a I had a I was a sous chef for real. So I was like, oh, surely they'll let me be exempt. They were like, no, you need to get a meal plan. We don't care what you have to say in this email. So they forced me to get traditional ten. So I was like, oh, okay. So with traditional, if I'm wrong, like you have to, you can't use it in the market, right? Yeah, it's you just can be, you can like get a smoothie. Yeah, it's so yeah. I tried this to pay for my friend moves, one yeah. day, and they were like, you can only use one swipe a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I was like, a swipe a day is crazy. I'm like, all right, all right, and it was still it was like almost sixteen hundred dollars for the traditional ten. Like, Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Traditional ten, and they made me get it. I was like, "Oh, I'm an RA, so like, you know, trying to save a little money. So, can I just not get it and just like go to Walmart?" And they're like, "Unless you have a food allergy, and they can prove that you have the food allergy, and then have like a doctor's note, and also like God has to send you a note as well. <laughs> you're gonna pay for this meal plan." And I did. That's Wasted so crazy. much money. Nah, I be going. Okay, 
I be only going to boy, bro. He, oh my God! Here come the Nelson slander. He hates Nelson. I hate Nelson. 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 Same Weak, food we eat at Nelson every day, and Nelson is so bad. <laughs> and so we ate at Nelson last it's year, and we lived across from boy. It's like we used tolerable. to walk to Nelson. It's tolerable. It's not even. Not, well, not every day. I don't know, it's like when yeah, you not first come back, you're like, it's okay, this is not the bad. Thing I was just over every and day over again for lunch and the dinner. Yes! Like that's why I can't even go. I can't even go for lunch because it's like I'm. I don't want no pasta. I don't want no chicken. I don't want no fried rice. Like that's all terrible, terrible hamburgers. I know just terrible cheeseburgers. I know what I'm about to say is like problematic, but it's the same slop, whether it's in Nelson, whether it's in Boyd. Y'all nah, were y'all here when Boyd Shively is was over? No, Boyd yeah, is bad. Well, I lived in Shively, and the cafeteria was downstairs. Mom was like, "You're going down there, oh. right?" No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm having my eighty dollars cereal, and that's what I'm gonna have. <laughs> like. It was right downstairs. I'm like, I'm not going. I don't smell a thing. And it's all the way. It's literally a whole cafeteria down there. I didn't smell a thing. So mm-mm. yeah, no. I know. Like they got like the OU cooking this year for um, Nelson. Same slot. Um, <laughs> same slot. No, 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 no. I'm saying though, they have the OU cooking in Nelson now. So it's like they have like a different like. Like nah, international meal no. or something like that every week. Oh, if it's okay, okay. It's like an international Mine meal. Um, no. I tried to do some soul food one time and it really worked out. I was just about to but, say, they, uh, <laughs> their no, fried crazy. rice is literally just like but no, steamed but rice I will with mixed say, veggies. Like, yeah. what? But listen, I will say, I will say, I do be eating them chicken nuggets from Nelson. The chicken nuggets, yeah, those chicken nuggets, those good. chicken nuggets go lie. crazy. I'm not gonna lie. The only thing, okay, that's true. The only <laughs> thing that I had that's good at Nelson is their breakfast. Yeah. And okay. chicken nuggets. Yeah. And they uh the, the orange chicken. Orange okay, you know the orange cool. chicken. The orange the, the, the chicken. General is so, good. that's what it's called. Yeah. General so chicken. Yeah. General so the general that's so. that's the only thing I'ma ever eat at Nelson. You will, bamboo bowl is not if, bad. If you catch no, me yeah, eating the bamboo bowl is not bad, but if you catch me eating anything else, bruh. It's I don't I don't even know what to tell you. Like I just gave up at that point. Do they still have that? I, I'm two years out. I have never I haven't been in a cafeteria in two years. If y'all want to swipe me in, refreshing. If anybody wants, like I can go like one, two, three, four times. Um, they used to serve steak. Do they still serve steak? No. Steak. They did that no. at Boyd last year, and it was good. And yeah, that's why good. I was like, we should go to Boyd. Okay, they listen, no, I'm not going to lie. Too. It'd be, yeah, no, the roast sweet chicken at Boyd, the ego. Yeah, that is good. Do the potato, I be making station? me a little. Not hibachi, but it's like the stir fry station. Oh, where yeah. at Boyd? Yeah, you pick your stuff out and they like yeah, fry it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I got yeah. when I went there one time um, last semester. That's mm-hmm. what I went. That's what I got. I got you. But. No, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, but anyway, so like, what y'all be eating then? Cause it's it's same thing. The dining hall can really ruin your day, though. No, <laughs> like depending on if you go for lunch, it's like hard morning class, and you're, you need to like recharge in the middle, and it's just mid meal, just ruin, terrible it meal, can ruin and your same thing, too. just horrible day, and you're like, I finally need a meal, and it's just like the same thing I had the last three days. Yeah. yeah, just me. All y'all people that be talking about Nelson's so good, Nelson, Nelson this, Nelson that. Y- y'all, y'all gotta go back home because <laughs> it should be no reason why I'm eating. I'm eating He's some, so and then I go to the bathroom and, dude, <laughs> like <laughs> it shouldn't work that fast, bro. Like 
what is this going in? Like, what am I putting into sprinkling, my body? Sprinkling laxatives in your right. Like, y'all want to complain all the time? Yeah. <laughs> they be like, oh, oh, you want to flex? Oh, okay, got you. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> and like, boy. I'll be walking in the boy. I'll be so happy. I'll be like, man, I'm finna get some rotisserie chicken, some spinach, like eating healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'll be like, man, this is so good. That's why they got the athletes so close. Yep. And then. And then I go home. I'll be like, man, I had a, such a good lunch today. <laughs> you and he'd be like, something's be going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> he knows. Like, he know either way he go to his stomach be turning. Right. Like, right. Be no, no, I be blaming them. Like, it don't. Be I be feeling. I be feeling good. And then I get home. I be like, man, I had such a good dinner. And I be. <laughs> oh I be doing my homework. I be so happy. And then I mean, eventually, yeah. But like. <laughs> It don't it don't be that it don't be as bad as like if I go to Nelson I'd be like <sighs> it's just the vibe you done you told yourself that cuz I told you same slop on one end to the other okay yeah but no at the same time like that one doesn't do it as much it don't like Nelson why is there so much grease coming from my pizza? Why is my cheese detached from the from the nah, from the bread? Man, I was literally wiping off grease from my PC yesterday. And then the salad. Don't even get me started on the salad. The salad just be the lettuce just be sitting out there all day. All day. Yeah, nah, it'd I don't like that. Nah, no, whenever I because, see that, that's always wait, a red know, flag. Because, but I'm just like, don't lettuce supposed to be cold? Yes. Like, am I tripping or they like? They don't have like an ice bath underneath. Oh, they know. do. They do. But look, they, they tried to fool so you much. with that. Yeah, they tried to fool you. With, what they did was they raised the tray so the ice couldn't touch the, <laughs> <laughs> the ice couldn't touch the actual tray. So it's it's there, yeah, but like where's the health department? Exactly. <laughs> where's the health department? We need them to come raid this. Why is the lettuce got brown corners? Why is, the, <laughs> why is it brown and like flimsy? Mm-mm. Like why is this so wet? Soggy. Not, Soggy. Like, okay. yeah. it's not crunchy. It's yeah, definitely iceberg lettuce. Yeah. It can only do Oh so yeah. Much. And they chop it up so <laughs> thick. They chop it up. <laughs> Because that's the lettuce for the tacos, for the nah, pizza, yeah. for it's your salad, it's, 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 it's all the same. It's the same. Did you think I'm about to rough chop it differently? Right. No. You're no. going to get shredded for your salad. And their dessert is cool, too. Nelson dessert is cool. Okay, yeah, it's, yeah. It's cool. They be having some selections sometimes. But Last thing, one distinct memory I had, talking about all day, they had that oatmeal in Nelson <laughs> Market sitting up from sunup to sundown. That's that crazy. oatmeal will be there at 6 p.m. sitting there in that big container. <laughs> A uh, little film on top. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the film. Mm. Never the film. That's crazy. So while we on the subject of dining halls, um, culinary is like the top employer uh, on campus. So do y'all have on campus jobs? Are they like work study? Or are they just on campus jobs? Not yet. I'm currently doing work study with the CIC. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, it's it's pretty like, you know, it's pretty easy work, honestly. It's either between, like, well, we did a lot of involvement calculator type stuff where, like, it was, like, a thing at orientation for mm-hmm. freshmen. You, like, you know, put what orgs you want to do, and then we have to, like, look at the answers and then match them up um, in Bobcat Connect, kind of just, like, email them, like, different orgs to recommend and everything like that. But honestly, other than that, you're just chilling for real. Like, it's a time to do homework, stuff like that, so... I was gonna say that's a cool job, and it's like something where you can network a little bit. Mm-hmm. This have done. I oh, not for lame. I'm a senior, but I work. I work at the Kennedy Museum. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> 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 What's wrong with the museum? 
was in cool. Grove Museum. I worked there tomorrow. Like it's it's a fun job. I just feel <laughs> yeah. lame following up. It's like oh, I work with students. I get person in person interaction. I'm like I. I look at the clock. Well, Jarvis is behind the desk also at work. Yeah, so. it's kind of. We do fun stuff. I don't know if that's considered fun, but okay. Yeah, we're kind of just chilling for real. He don't be doing nothing every time I come in here, so. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he be like, hey, buddy. I be like, hey, Jar. How you doing? No, I do recommend if you think you need, like, some financial assistance or, like, that little boost. It's not going to be much. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. yeah. But because yeah. um, I think there is a maximum hours. It's like 10 hours. 10. So, mm-hmm. but if you do have that ex- need that extra boost and you have a little bit of time on your schedule, definitely yeah. get the museum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did, um, so I did work study. Um, I was the office assistant um, for the Multicultural Center. Um, last year, um, both semesters. Um, that was really a great. Um, kind of just honestly sat there, did my work. Honestly, that was really what I did. It's like occasional things where like I did had to like prepare things for like DNI and stuff like that. But outside of that, it wasn't really anything like rigorous where I was like, huh, like this was like exhausting. Um, and then I also um, second semester I was um, an office assistant um, for the Office of First Year and Student Transitions. Um, so that's like um, where you'll find like your learning communities, um, orientation, stuff like that. Things that are catered to first year students and students that are transitioning um, onto campus from home. Um, and that one was kind of basically the same thing. I got more office calls there because um, I started like when they released the dates for um, orientation. So um, those calls were really funny. Um, getting them for parents, um, but um, I definitely recommend um, if you're looking for like a job that you don't want to like necessarily like do anything like rigorous. I definitely um, recommend you doing an office assistant job. Um, work study is through um, your financial aid, um, so everyone isn't eligible for um, work study, but you can um, still get office assistant jobs just by having an on-campus job. Um, do any of y'all have off-campus jobs? Mm, okay, good. Um, there are benefits um, to having an on-campus job um, versus an off-campus job uh, simply because uh, with an on-campus job, you're seen as a student first compared to um, off-campus. You're just an employee. Um, so with on-campus jobs, they're going to make sure that uh, your schedule fits um, your school schedule compared to an off-campus job. They're going to kind of be like, well, this is when we need you, so you got to be there. Um, so I definitely, I am a big advocate for on-campus job. And also, um, there's like a study actually, um, and it says that like students who actually have on-campus jobs actually do like a certain percentage better in their classes because they have to learn like time management and stuff like that. Um, so I am a big advocate for on-campus jobs. Um, so we're getting towards the end of our show. But we have just a couple more things. Um, so this for everybody, so we can just kind of go around. Um, what is one thing that you wish you did not do your first year here on campus? Go to Nelson. <laughs> That's literally like it. Be serious. That, I mean, as I'm, I'm B-F-F-R. serious. BFFR. All right. Bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... One thing that, hmm, I don't, 
I'm not sure because like I think I've I enjoy like what I'm doing now. I enjoy like where I'm at now, like socially, academically, like I just enjoy I enjoy it. So I think like everything kind of fell into place. Like, you know, when I got here, like, like Jaira said, like, literally the day, my first move-in date, I met Jaira. So that was kind of cool. And turns out we was in the same major, taking the same classes. So, you know. In the same dorm. In the same dorm. So it was, I mean, yeah. No regrets. Literally. (laughs) Adam? One thing I wish I didn't do I'd probably say not just taking stuff one day at a time. Like, I think people will get overwhelmed when they look at their, like, agenda for the day or, like, for the week. Uh, like, you know, I have this due for this class, but for the same class, I have this project due at the end of the week. This uh, i just say taking things, like, one day at a time more and just kind of looking at your schedule, doing what you have to do for the time, and then just worrying about whatever later. Where do I start? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> one thing, um, my experience is very different from yours because COVID literally like snatched my experience a little bit. But one thing that I wish I didn't do was start to like skip out on like org stuff because when I got to NAACP, I kind of just locked that in. But like, I wish I would have reminded myself like it's like you can still make time to go to other events. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of something I'm trying to get back to now. Like, haven't haven't done that great so far. But I want to start going to um, more like black org events and like being more in person now that we are having the opportunity to be back in person. So I'd say like kind of. Staying in that online mentality is longer than I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, I say one thing I wish I didn't do was like, um, just like um, it's kind of hard to say like where I put my like what I put my time into like my first year, because I feel like um, like sometimes I'll have like certain work I needed to do, but instead I would like you know hang out or some stuff like that. So really, time management was a huge thing I had to learn about. And also, like, um, what Odessa was saying, like, with, you know, like, the org meetings and stuff, I definitely had time last year to, like, come come to meetings, say what's up, all that. But, you know, I just chose to not or just, like, chill at home or whatever. So, like, but, you know, doing more now, so. Yeah, yeah. just to, yeah. I don't mean to, like, interfere, but Grow. I mean, like, it is, it is nice to think about, because it is really refreshing to kind of come into some org meetings. You're like, oh, my God, hi, like, how are you doing? And, like, like you said, like, I also did have the time, but I was like, <gasps> so, you know, I'm glad that I'm, yeah, you made a good point. Um, yeah, I think for me, um, it was that I wish I didn't take my mental health as a joke, because um, I think um, it's really easy to, like, get caught up in the hype here. Um, and kind of just, like, be, like, willy-nilly, like, social battery, like, you think it's here, but really you at, like, zero. Um, but, like, still, like, going out, still trying to do a million things and stuff like that. So I wish I would have, like, listened to myself more and took the steps back that I needed to take back. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly... If you could give your freshman self one piece of advice, what would it be? All right. Take the initiative to go to org meetings if you have the time because you definitely will be sitting in your dorm lonely, like, thinking, like, man, I'm doing my homework. Like, what do I do? And 
you're going to think, like, man, I really want to meet some more people. Like, if you're not interested in something, if you're not interested in any org here, definitely come up with ideas to make your own. Like, you can do that. And, it, yeah, it it might not even take that long, but, like, it also might. It just depends on what route you go. But definitely take the initiative to go to different org meetings, events, whatever, to get involved. Because that's how you'll meet more people. That's how you meet more people that look like you. Like, I cannot stress enough about, like, how last year it was so, especially for men, black men, it's so hard to find us on campus. Like, I, we need that. Like, come on, y'all. Like, for real. It's, it's hard out here at OU. For a pimp. Really. Uh, just to piggyback off that, I think you can't go to enough. Just showing your face, just getting out at stuff. I wish I went to more, um, not only black stuff, but also more journalism stuff. I think I went to like a fair amount just trying to get my face out at black stuff, but definitely more journalism things because I felt like it was some of that, like not seeing other black people or not seeing other black uh, men that kind of can intimidate you from going to those events if you know you're not going to have a large role. Um, but definitely I just wish I went to more stuff. Yeah. Um, since that was my first thing, like kind of, I told myself, I would emphasize it again <laughs> to my freshman self. Um, and also, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, skip me. I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. I'm um, well, I'd probably just say what I was talking about earlier, just manage, manage your time wisely and um, don't put your focus on the wrong things just because, um, you know, yeah, you can focus on the wrong stuff and it might lead you to, you know, bad places and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just remembered mine. I was going to say to just make sure that you're mingling with people and not just... Um, gluing yourself to like a particular like set of people or anything just kind of make sure you're mingling out venturing out meeting new people um getting familiar with people like y'all were saying in the orgs and kind of just building like friendships yeah um i think for me um i would tell myself that it's okay to ask for help um i'm really like independent y'all know that um and so like i be wanting to do everything my way i don't be wanting help for nothing um all right i get it (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah um i think i'm still learning uh and now but just like if you need help just ask for it like you don't have to do everything by yourself because there's people out here that can help you whether that's like orgs and like executive boards or even just like classes stuff like that like go to tutoring you haven't been for problems go to counseling psychological services like whatever it is if you need it go get it well that is all from us thank you for tuning in uh tune in next week to see what's happening at this moment at ou